ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode of the Finger Guns Podcast. Manage Roscoe, how are you doing? I'm joined by Miles Thompson. Hello there. How are you, sir? Yeah, doing well, thank you. Very much enjoying the weekend. Yeah, it's been a pretty good weekend, isn't it? Yeah, it's not been too bad. Good times have been had. Indeed. K to the A to the T, Cat. Hello, hello, hello. How on earth are you? I'm pretty good. How on earth are you? Oh, thanks so much for asking, Kat. Um, <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you good. very much. Good. Doing well. You're yeah. having a good Sunday. Did you have a roast dinner? I didn't have a roast dinner. Oh, I... you suck. No, I'm kidding. Oh, man, Jesus. <laughs> um, I had a uh, I had a lasagna and chips. Oh, okay, fair enough. Good choice. Oh, I love chips with lasagna. Everyone's like, yeah, no, right? garlic bread. No, oh, chips. chips. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you here. Yeah, and mayo. It was all good. Oh, no, not mayo. What? No. Ah, oh, see, I took it too far. You did. Now it's uh, ruined. Now we can't be friends. Oh, well, oh, it's, well. Been, it's, been, it's been a good run. It's been good. It's been good. It's been a good run. Uh, that is the end of the podcast. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> um, actually, before before we go, I should introduce Toby Anderson. Konnichiwa. Thomas Das. Uh, I've just been finishing watching the Olympics. <laughs> good. In have you Tokyo. Learned, have you learned any Japanese whilst watching the Olympics? Just a few words. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly konnichiwa and okay. sayonara. Good. So and you... domo arigato gozaimasu. Okay. That... Just thank you very much. Just all the really obvious ones that we all know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Good guess. <laughs> well, we are... Also, to... also the uh, cheese, what's it called? Lasagna and uh, chips is good. Thanks, Tobes. Oh. Yes. But with mayo... No mayo. There we go. Yes. Hoisted <laughs> yeah. uh, by my own podcast team. You believe this? Right. So let's get cracking. We are all together because we're going to talk about Back for Blood, which is a game that we've been playing a fair bit this weekend during the early access beta. And uh, yeah, we thought we'd get together, talk about everything that we liked, everything that we didn't, everything that we're excited about. Come the main release on October twelfth for PS4, PS5, PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, and of course. Xbox Game Pass. So, I'm going to kick off with uh, Miles Thompson. Miles Thompson, what did you, what are your overall thoughts of uh, Back for Blood? I bloody, I bloody loved it. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, I mean, I think I was probably one of, if not the most excited for this one. Um, it's right on my street. Love shooters, love cops and stuff. Love zombies. Anything to do with it, I'm down. Um, and it was everything I kind of wanted it to be. Um, it's got really incredibly satisfying gunplay, like the haptic feedback on the weapons. I know we mentioned it a few times on the stream, but you know, when you fire a shotgun and it just blasts through, you know, six zombies at a time, and it's like using the haptic feedback at this, oh, it's just really satisfying. It's glorious. Um, so they've really nailed that aspect, which to be fair, I kind of expected they would, you know, smash, you know, they're very on point with that kind of thing. Um, so the gunplay was great. The variety of weapons was awesome. The Desert Eagle is probably one of the most satisfying weapons in a video game for a while. Um, so yeah, the actual gameplay wise, I thought they've really nailed it. Um, the level design I thought was quite good um, and quite creative, um, but I can kind of see it getting a little bit repetitive. I don't know how you guys felt, but I played a little bit more of it today doing another couple of runs and it was starting to get to a point where I was like, well, it kind of needs a little bit more. I think in Left 4 Dead, they had that dynamic aspect where it would like change the variables or some of the layout or the zombie spawns and that kind of stuff and there's kind of bits of that in here but i think it needs to be toned up just a little bit more um because it felt like it was quite similar each stage um after you've done it once or twice 
Um, I like the upgrade system. I know Toby, you went uh, too keen on card decks and games getting shoved in uh, front and center, but I actually, I quite like it. The more of unlocked cards and kind of customize the decks that you can take on runs with you um, to get various buffs and bonuses. Um, I really enjoyed that aspect. And now that I've unlocked a few more, it's kind of really adding to that kind of customization. Um, and I can see a lot of kind of specialization in teams um, where you can all kind of set yourself roles or classes um, and really kind of optimize, you know, your loadout and how you're going to do your runs. And it's just really fun to play with other people. I think on your own, it probably wouldn't be that great because it, it's kind of a game that just thrives when you're with other people and you're all in the mayhem of trying to survive and everybody's firing in every direction and calling out zombies and people are going down or being thrown into water. You know, it's it's just chaos in the best way. And they've really captured that, just like Left 4 Dead did, that feel of you're constantly kind of on the back foot trying to survive, especially a couple of the levels we played. Um, and it gave us a couple of movie moments, like the, the boat level. Um, we escaped by the skin of our teeth at the very last second. Um, so yeah, overall, it was exactly what I wanted it to be. It's told me that this game is going to be just what I hoped for. It's living up to the expectation. My only hope really is that when it comes out, it's going to have quite a bit of content and quite a bit of different levels and kind of scenarios in terms of the objectives that you'll do just to keep it fresh. Um, just because from those two scenarios, obviously they're not probably showing off their best ones, um, but they were just starting to feel a little bit you know, kind of on the repetitive side after a few playthroughs. So just hoping that when the game releases, it's going to have quite a lot in it to keep it fresh and entertaining. But yeah, otherwise, absolutely adored it. I thought it was brilliant. I mean, you escaped off the boat. You had that big movie moment. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a movie moment that you were like just behind me. I turned around to try and cover you and then it was kind of too late and then I had to leg it for my life. You know, it made it special, but it's just a shame that you can make it as well. <laughs> Next time we'll get you off the boat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, two runs. I'm like, I'm gonna. We have to. Um, you have to plant a bomb at the very bottom of the boat and get out before it explodes. And the whole time you're being chased by zombies. And I, I can get down to the bottom of the boat and I can plant the bomb, but then I just get muddled every single time, and I can't get off the boat. And Miles just runs off the boat, and I'm like, go on without me, sir. I've done my duty, and you know. That's my movie moment is uh, the heroic slow motion sacrifice. Yeah, sacrificing yourself for the good of the team. I quite like the bit where you went to the top of the stairs and there was like a giant one with one of the massive arms about to grab you. And I was like, oh no, he's, oh, he's yeah. dead in the water. Yeah, I jumped I jumped over uh, down into the steps and I landed on one of their heads. And it was just the worst timing because all I wanted to do was get the hell out of there. And it, it wasn't to be. Just the beauty of back for blood. Yeah. Yeah, could could say Miles left you for dead. Hey, hey. hey. Uh, what was your overall impressions of Back to Blood? Um, overall, as a game that you play with a group of mates, um, you know when you can get three buddies together who have a you know similar intention to get through a zombie game. It can be a lot of fun and it's uh you know it's very visceral good weapon play like um, miles was saying i did find the guns all pretty satisfying to shoot you know whatever gun you had it, it felt pretty good um def although there were definitely some that were obviously more useful than others but um yeah when you've got a group of a group of friends who want to get killing uh, the zombies um then you know it can it can turn into a chaotic and a lot of fun sort of mess to be honest um and and that's a good thing it's not a bad thing um i think where where i sort of 
diverge from maybe what Miles was saying was that generally as a, as a game, as a, as a full purchase, I don't think this is the kind of thing that I would buy. Um, it's, it's not really got the bits in it that I look for in games. So if you're very much sort of story centric or, um, you know, you want something with a bit of depth and, and, you know, lots of characterization, things like this, then it's not going to really do that, but it doesn't try and do it. It's not, it's not a false advertising sort of thing. It's not pretending it's got it. Um, it's just not the kind of thing that I would normally pick up. Whereas, you know, get some codes off of a, of a beta, or if you've got mates round to your house, you know, it's a kind of game that you'd pick up as a group. I think that's great for that kind of thing. Um, and I had a lot of fun playing it this weekend. Um, so, you know, I, I, won't, I won't deny I had fun playing it. It's just not the kind of thing I'd pick up. Um, sure. The the scenarios were, were fun. And I think Miles is absolutely on the nail that if I played them a third or fourth time, I'd get bored, but they're, that they're good a couple of times over. Um, and I hope there's a lot more content and I'll, maybe there'll be cutscenes and, you know, character moments and such that will bring you into your, into your characters and, and into the story a bit more than, than we did. Cause we were probably ignoring that shit quite a lot, to be honest. Um, we, uh, we, you know, if I was playing it on my own and I wasn't nattering and trying to challenge cat to, you know, not killing things and that kind of stuff, then it would have been, I would have probably listened to the dialogue a lot more and I would have got into the story a lot more. So um, in that respect, I probably didn't give it quite its due. Um, but as a beta, I mean, you know, there are only a few months from release. I don't think it's going to get dramatically different in feel. It's just going to have more content, isn't it? It's just going to have more um, more guns, hopefully more scenarios, more stuff to do. Um, and I'll finish with the idea that I, I don't like the card deck. Um, I think perks can be done without resorting to a card deck. You know, the perks on card or on um, Battlefield are not done like that perks on plenty of other um, multiplayer games you know can be done they can they can basically do exactly the same thing but the moment you start calling it a deck and i've only got a certain number and i've got a hand it just starts to ruin it for me i don't know why that is i like cards <laughs> there's no real issue with like playing <laughs> poker and stuff i like card games i just don't like them when they're forced into other genres like like that um so i just felt it was a bit of a eh, you know think of a better idea than that um mm. so yeah that's my thoughts on it, really. Mm. Did you feel like, I mean, it's going to Game Pass. Is it the perfect kind of Game Pass game, isn't it? That is, that's a great thing about it. Yeah, exactly. If it's going to Game Pass, I don't have to buy it and I can still play it with people when they want to play. And I'm, I'm very up for playing multiplayer games like this when there are mates to play them with. Whereas if you haven't got mates to play them with, I'd never touch them. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it, it's a yeah. perfect game for, for Game Pass. For sure. Uh, Kat, I think you've got quite a unique perspective on this because... You said beforehand that you're not a huge fan of shooters. So, yeah. but you were really hyped for Battle Blood after. It was. E3. Yeah, after E3, I definitely was. It surprisingly made my must play, must see list. Yeah, I make no secret that I don't like first person shooters. I think I've made a slight joke about it every single pod I've been on, um, especially around the E3 pods, because every single showcase had some <laughs> kind of first person shooter, whether it be kind of Battlefield or whether it be um, Far Cry or anything like that. So when I saw Back for Blood, I was like, damn, that actually looks different. It looks great. It actually doesn't involve sweaty kind of <laughs> game playing. And I, I don't like first session shooters for a lot of reasons. I used to play a lot of um, World at War 
um back in the day when I had an Xbox why did I get rid of the Xbox I mean Game Pass and I'll talk about that in a minute but yeah I I was really looking forward to it and I'm really glad that we did get the codes and I'm really, really glad that we did get to play it because it did meet my expectations I don't think it exceeded them I, I think it kind of was exactly what I expected or hoped for I guess is, is the better kind of sense of it um there are there are elements that I both agree with with both Toby and and Miles I think I was really excited to play it I love the fact that it isn't just a game of like skill and just just knowing what you know because a lot of people play lots of shooters and Miles is very clearly one of those people but you know it didn't matter in that case we were just four people kind of against the whole world and I love that about a game it's kind of like when it's against AI and you are just kind of slamming through levels together that's such a good good thing isn't it and there's nothing more fun than you know reviving your friend and getting smacked in the face or um just running around and you know actually the gameplay itself is incredible the haptic feedback is really cool and there there were things I also gave it another go today just a solo kind of give it a kind of chance solo um to see you know if it would kind of dampen my my fun um playing it solo and um it, it didn't it, it it didn't really uh I played the same kind of levels um it was very similar they put you into a match with three random people cross play and you can all hear each other um and yeah I think it could definitely get very very repetitive and I did wonder that when we were playing I was like yeah this is a great game but once you've done the level once what, what else is there to do and I think that where they've tried to overcome that is is by the decks because the decks don't only include your packs they include challenges for that particular level and I think that's that's good I think if they add more kind of decks in I think if they add more objectives in like that that kind of adds a new element of kind of challenge but I guess I guess it's kind of that reward system isn't it like what do you really get for doing that and is there any point in not being injured or not scaring the birds or or whatever but you know I was very pleasantly surprised like Toby it I don't I'm annoyed actually at Xbox no actually I'm annoyed at Sony I'm not annoyed at Xbox we were saying weren't we that how disgusting to put it at 59 point you know 59.99 on sony and then you know everybody on xbox is gonna get it for free oh and i think that you know if they they put on ps plus that'd be bloody amazing i don't know if i would pay 60 quid for it um i do hope that they do a lot more game modes we gave the um pvp a go and that was probably the one of the only other things that really dampened my mood about the game because it exactly reminded me of exactly why I hate first-person shooters and it's full of sweaty people who are too good at the game and I'm sure that if we would have heard them on comms they'd have been rough to us they'd have been toxic riley up people <laughs> um yeah I've, I think it's great for the people of the franchise I think I'm really excited I spoke to somebody today who just said you know this is this is Left 4 Dead, this is just, that's what it is, and, you know, it's the Left 4 Dead sequel, you know, you can say it how you want it, that's what it is, and that's what they're really excited for. Um, The level design was great, like people have said, it could get very boring. I also don't like the card deck thing, and the card deck thing was very confusing at first, because I didn't know if that just counted for the game overall, or it just counted for that round, and then I didn't know if it was accumulative, or it was kind of what was going on and it wasn't until I played it solo today and bought a deck for my bought a card for my deck that I realized it was for the whole completed run and I was like and there was like a real bad disadvantage to one of my cards and then I had to like sit the whole and I couldn't take it off my hand and I was like well, well that would have been nice to know um 
but yeah, I think it's a great game to play with friends. I think it would be a good laugh. I don't think you have to be good at first person shooters to enjoy it. I don't think you have to have played COD all your life to to really enjoy it. Um, I think with any game, as long as you've got the right people in a co-op game, that's great. I struggle to see, unless they add a lot more game modes, it being, I guess, the longevity of the game. I, I struggle to see that um, because I think once people do it a couple of times, I'll be like, cool, that was fun. Um, and that's where I think that the game might, might falter a little bit, but actually I had fun. The upgrade system is really good. The game system is really good. I did love the auto assist. I think I would have failed miserably about the auto assist game. But yeah, it ran really smoothly. Someone asked me today how, how it ran on PS5 because they were playing it on, on PC. Mm. And there was only one kind of graphics glitch I came across. I don't know about anybody else. And it was where the birds were in midair. And do you know what? You can forgive stuff like that. They were like sitting on the ground, but they weren't on the ground. They're in, the, they're in midair. And I just kind of walked through them. Um, but you can forgive stuff like that because it's a beta. And I'm, you know, other than that, I didn't run into any problems. And I think it's a good quality beta. I've definitely seen a lot worse. Um, yeah yeah so i guess that's that's my my rundown i did really really enjoy it i probably would get it but i wouldn't get it day one just because of the price point um and of course you're not always going to have friends to play with i think if i was playing on my own once i'd done that a few times i'd be like yeah cool i'm done now i don't really want to play the sweaty community game anymore mm, yeah. um but if we you know if it was us every every friday do you know what i mean that'd be that'd be awesome but they'd have to include a hell of a lot of game and it does look like they've got eight acts is it they were so, i think i saw like we were playing like act eight level four or something so if that campaign is going to be extensive then that's amazing mm. if the campaign is only going to be you know the levels that we played plus like 10 more but mm. good game really enjoyed it not disappointed at all you know didn't exceed my expectations but was exactly what i wanted and i'm really excited that that was it didn't disappoint me yeah that's went that's back awesome. into first person shooters you know i yeah. had a really great time you know but Good i will still, still slag them off for the rest of the pods that we have. <laughs> but uh but back for blood they can uh, they can stay they can stay okay. in the good lane you can stay. You're the good guys. Back for blood. Yeah, you're, you're the good, good guys. guys. You're, good guys. you're fine. You're good. <laughs> um what about you ross what did you think uh yeah i don't think it's worth 60 quid on a ps5 to be fair um, I'm looking at the prices now. It's £60, £90 uh, for Back for Blood, four days early access and, and the annual pass, or £100 Back for Blood, early access, annual pass, and then some skin packs. No, thanks. Or you could, you know, play it on Game Pass. So it's it's a very, very strange pricing model, and um, this doesn't look like it's going to come to PS Plus anytime soon, unfortunately, um, which is a real shame because this game is going to live and die on groups of people playing it. And yeah, it's a lot of money to ask for, especially especially when the, com- the competitor is giving it away. You know, it's a very, very strange thing, but I really like it. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I did never really go on with Left 4 Dead, to be honest with you. Um, it wasn't really a series that I was hugely excited for. And when I was thinking about this, I was thinking, well, Back for Blood is essentially, you know, we all know it's made by Total Rock, which make, you made Left 4 Dead. This is a spiritual successor. This is Left 4 Dead in all but name. And it just plays so much better. I don't know if that's a generational thing. I don't know if they've just added modern comforts to Left 4 Dead, which is exactly what it feels like. But it's, yeah, it feels like a massive upgrade uh, from where we were with Left 4 Dead. And there's something about the game which is hugely exciting. And the one thing that makes me so excited about it is playing it with my mates. I don't think I would have anything like the same experience if we didn't, 
all play together and experience it at the same time and have an, this like crying, laughing in certain moments and just having an absolute blast tearing through millions of zombies. Um, I haven't played solo yet. I don't want to play it with randoms. I can't even imagine that would be any anywhere near as fun because there'll always be someone in there that's taking it far too seriously. And <laughs> that's what I mean. Though. That's what the that's what I hate about like that type of game with that type of community is there is always somebody like that. And to be fair, there wasn't yeah. much talking, so I was able to kind of listen to the story a little bit more. But even like Toby said, you know, the story isn't in depth. It was kind of like we need to build the bridge or we need to block the bridge, and that was kind of it. It was just your objective and, and voice and voiceover. Mm. Um, but yeah, there is always going to be that person to be like, oh, for God's sake! And I, that was what I was worried about. I was anxious that people would be mad at me if I like died or need to be downed and. Luckily today it wasn't like that, but you can definitely see it beginning like that, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Is it similar in Dead by Daylight? Because I was reading something today about their <laughs> about their community being a little bit <laughs> Yeah, toxic. don't let's that's a different it's a different pod for a different time talking about the Dead by Daylight. And weirdly enough, um I recognized their usernames from Dead by Daylight. And I said, Do you know Dead by do you play Dead by Daylight, you two? And he was like, Yeah, 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 we do. And I was like, that's so weird. It is an incredibly toxic community on there by daylight. Um, you'll get the odd nice person, but it's, it's a whole mm. different. But because you can't audio chat like you can on like lobbies and COD and stuff like that. Um, uh, well, on Sony you can, on like PS5 you can, or on Xbox you can, but on Steam you can. Um, you uh, you go through messaging each other, and that's it's rare and in between. But you will get the odd message of like, oh, and you get enraged enough that you will message a killer and be like, oh, but oh, it's a different conversation for a different pod. But yes, okay. it's incredibly, <laughs> incredibly toxic. Yeah, and yeah, I do get a little worried about the fact that that might happen here. Uh, I think it's every I mean every bloody game has got a community that you want to avoid, but it's this doesn't feel like that game. It feels like a fun experience. There's nothing about it that I feel we took all that seriously last night. <laughs> you know, we were just having a laugh and just tearing through it as fast as we could. And with just, just so much fun. We still and, blocked it as well. We still bossed it. Yeah, we did. We had a we great time. To... And we didn't take it seriously. It was, it, was, it was fabulous. Yeah. And, you know, I, I guess we have that previous relationship as a four. Uh, we've known each other now for a while. Uh, but, you know, we can crack in jokes with each other whilst playing it. But, and that's all part of it, isn't it? It's playing online co-op games like that is having that camaraderie and going like getting your mind blown at certain moments and, you know, laughing at Toby when he jumps into a lake, you know, things like that are just, it's just th those funny moments that will always stick with us because we play Bat for Blood together. And it is weird that, you know, Xbox have taken it and gone. Okay, well, day one on Game Pass, a £60 game you can have to pay for everywhere else. It's madness. Um, I think it might be... I haven't really seen a lot of negative stuff about Battle Blood Online. And I'm starting to think that it might be fucking massive when it comes out. Um, the, the the kind of the, the need for code for this weekend has been huge. And people are getting pretty desperate to have a go. And I think that's a good thing. Um, there hasn't been a game like this out for a while. You know, we haven't had a proper kind of like four-player, multiplayer, online shooter that's just balls to the wall, just have a blast and just see what happens. Make your own experiences in the game, you know, make your own memories whilst you're tearing through zombies. You know, should we be bored of zombies by now? Probably. You know, are there a million zombie franchises in the world? Yes, there are. There are too many. Are we still going to play Back for Blood and have a great time? Yeah, we are, because it's not, you know, it could be anything. It could be aliens. It could be you know, rednecks it could be anything that's kind of against us. 
And we'd still have exactly the same amount of fun because it's just, that's just the enemy. You know, it's not about what, who you're shooting. It's about who you're shooting it with. And I think that's exactly what they're trying to aim for. And if I was to kind of play this game with a bunch of randoms, I don't think I'd have anything near the same experience. And I think that's a testament to how kind of batch it is. Yeah, there's, there is probably a story. I imagine that, like Toby said, there'll probably be, you know, cut scenes and stuff throughout the main game that we can keep an eye on the lore and the story and things like that and get to know these characters a little better. But, I mean, is it only really Toby that wants that? Probably. <laughs> you know? I don't know if there's like a massive story that I really want to get sucked into in Battle for Blood because you get the idea, you know, there's an apocalypse, you've got to take down zombies with a bunch of people that are capable enough to take down zombies. And that's fine by me. That's exactly what I want from this game. I don't need it to be deep. It's exactly just turn your brain off, have a laugh with your mates game. And that's something that I feel I haven't played in such a long time. And this kind of past weekend has reminded me that video games can be really, really fun when played together. I've not played an online game with mates for what feels like ages, which is ridiculous because we could play games every week together. Um, Join us. Just, Join us on DVD. We just never do. I we will can play every week together. <laughs> and, you, and you can teach us the ways, and you can teach us the ways of your wonderfully toxic community. Every I cannot day, wait. Isn't it? You'll become twenty times more toxic than you've ever been in yeah. your life. In your life. <laughs> and the thing is, as well, your blood will—you'll uh, feel little bubbles in it where it boils, <laughs> but you won't stop going back. And it's really strange. It's like I hate this game. I hate this game so much. Why am I still playing it? And then you're like, mm. oh, do you fancy a game? Makes a great game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm not above blood. I didn't. You know, once the campaign ended last night, I was like, oh, I want to, I want to kind of play some more. I wasn't, I wasn't done with it. And that, I think yeah. that's, I think that's a testament to the game. Yeah. Definitely. That, you know, we're having a good time with it. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's how I feel about it. I'm, I am so excited to play it and uh, yeah, fingers crossed it lives up to the hype and there's a lot more to do once the, um, the, the main game comes out. Um, Cause I think that, it'll be a really fun thing for all of us to kind of stream together and get through like one little bit at a time. And uh, yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. So, I mean, we jumped through little bits here and there of what we, what we enjoyed about it, but is there any kind of like major highlights from our time with the game and your time with the game that you can sort of like pin on going, Oh yeah, that's, that's a reason to play back for blood. Uh, Miles. Uh, I think for me it was the the two the penultimate level of the second act we played, uh, the one that we struggled on a couple of times, and the, the fourth level of the first act where you're on the boat. And the reason being is the first, the other levels were fine, and a lot of them just involved having to kind of work together to get through like the hordes to get to the end of wherever you need to get to. Um, and there's like bits of teamwork that you need to do. So there's certain like choke points or houses you have to go into and you need to all be working together as a team in order to clear it. But the level on the boat where two of you have to grab the bombs and then run down to the bottom of the boat and then try and get back up to the top of the boat to get back to the, the rendezvous point while your two other teammates are trying to cover you and protect you. That's like when you think of like a game that's focused on co-op, it's those kind of levels that make the massive difference. Like the other levels you could almost play solo and it wouldn't matter too much because it's kind of like a straight line A to B, you just shoot everything that moves. Um, but those levels where you have to work together to complete the objective in order to get back for you all to survive, that's where it really captures that like feel of, you know, you're a boss team. And even if, you know, the nice thing that like you said, Kat, was that you don't have to be amazing at shooters to enjoy this game. And the reason is that it's designed to be a cooperative experience where you're not supposed to 
you don't have to get the most kills to be contributing. So like when me and you, Ross, were like running down to the, <laughs> the steam room to try and plant the bombs, we weren't killing anything. We were just charging down and basically taking it for the team and hoping that we were going to get there and make it back. And then Toby and Cat were kind of covering us on the way back up again. And it feels awesome because you're being chased by a horde. You've got Cat on a minigun firing across. I think Toby may have fallen off into the river at this point. So we were mourning your death at the same time. Um, and it's just that really organic and kind of fluid gameplay. And that, that level captured it. And then the second to last level where we had to run it a few times because we couldn't get up that street because we were trying to shoot our way through instead of actually realizing we needed to move quicker and we needed to all move together, not kind of one by one. Um, so it's kind of got that bit of challenge to it where certain levels will task you with doing something different to what you've been doing for the last three. And that makes you have to think a bit more as a team of how you're going to run it together. And as Toby said, we have to use tactics. Um, and that's what I think this game really nails because you can tell that they've really focused in on those particular objectives to make it as, you know, kind of bombastic as possible, but also where everybody feels like they're contributing and doing something really helpful. Um, and that's why I think it is much more welcoming for kind of newer comers or to people who don't usually play shooters. And the very last level we did where you have to kind of load the artillery round, fire it, unload it, get a new one where you've got like swarms and swarms of, you know, undead assholes coming and trying to rip your face off. So like three of you are trying to cover, one person's moving it. You know, we were going down, reviving each other. It just builds that, like you said, that real camaraderie of we all know each other, we're all having a laugh, but then we're all working together to like get through, you know, this horde of monsters. Um, and I love that. It's kind of really nice to play a game where the focus isn't on having to be amazing or incredible. Like if you, if you screw up and go down or if you make a mistake or throw a grenade at your teammate, like you just have a laugh about it, you laugh it off and then you carry on. Um, and I really enjoyed that vibe to it. So yeah, I think that's the biggest thing for me is that if you can play this with friends, those kind of levels are going to be those really cool experiences that, you know, you kind of remember, like all of us remember you <laughs> charging down the boat trying to escape at the last second would be like, it's, it's just cool. Um, so yeah, I think bits like that, the game is absolutely nailed. And I think that's, like you said, I think this game is going to be a lot bigger than expected because I think playing this beta, everybody's really got that left for dead kind of itch again. Um, and it's quite clear they've really modernized it to really kind of suit where games are now. Um, so yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be fantastic. I personally really like the card deck system because it adds that bit of variety and you've got to make do with the cards that you have in your deck because they're randomly selected it kind of will challenge you sometimes because you might not get the cars you exactly want. So you've got to make the best of a, a difficult situation. Um, but I do get why, you know, Toby and Kat yourself have all said, you know, the perk system makes more sense and it is more straightforward. Um, so it is a kind of personal preference on that. Um, but yeah, and like you said, the game runs beautifully. The fact that there's hundreds of zombies, you're throwing grenades, you're firing, you know, blasts of bullets everywhere. And the game never stutters, it never breaks. It didn't crash, I don't think. Um, although I think it crashed once when someone shot me <laughs> in the practice room. Um, but other than that, it ran beautifully for a beta. I think it was incredible. So yeah, those are my main highlights, I think. And that's what's got me really excited. For me, it is going to be a day one buy because I love mm. this kind of game and it's really nailed it for me. There's a there's a great uh, moment in our stream, if you watch it back, when we're on the boat and uh, a squeezy, as we called them, one of those massively tall uh, zombies that grabs you. Um, there's a moment where he just slides across the boat like he's doing a moonwalk and it's absolutely beautiful i don't think he was supposed to do that but he zoned in on you miles i was just watching it and he zoned in on you and you were miles away i i was in front of you toe was in front of you cat was in front of you 
And it just zoomed directly to you. He didn't walk. It just kind of like glided really slowly. I don't think it was supposed to do that. But for some reason, it just looked really wild. I'll try and clip it. It's brilliant. It obviously just really wanted me. Apparently so. (laughs) But yeah, it was the only bit of the game that I saw was that would be considered glitchy, I think. Yeah. Uh, Because there's so much going on. And yeah, it looks great. It really does. Honestly, um, how the frame rate was holding up. It's some, like that bit where we were running up that road that we kept dying. Like there are so many zombies and there is so much yeah. going on. I was like, how is the frame rate even surviving this? It's mad. Yeah. And it's not like they all look the same either, is it? The zombies all have, obviously there are ones that look similar, but there's so many of them. They all look a little different as well, which kind yeah. of adds adds to the, like, how the hell are they doing this? Yeah. And the aesthetic ever. variety is impressive. And, yeah. Um, I'm interested to see how many more varieties of types of, you know, like the special ridden um, there yeah. are, because we saw like maybe three, four, maybe five at most um, in the beta. And I'm wondering how, as the levels progress and you go through more acts, if there's going to be a lot more of those, because I feel like they're going to be the the real thing that brings the variety in the gameplay. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see what other things they've got at their sleeve in terms of their designs. Yeah. Just got to hope that it holds up on, um, on the PS4 and Xbox One, I suppose. Because, uh, yeah, I'll be playing it on Game Pass on my Xbox One S. So fingers oh, crossed, of it, it'll be okay. We shall see. We shall see. Uh, Tobes, what are your kind of like overall highlights, I guess, from uh, your time with the game? With the beta? Um, I'll just pick sort of one topic there, but it's um, it's personal narratives. We, we've, we've sort of touched on them already in a couple of comments, but um, I think... Where this game thrives and where it's where where the highlight for me was playing it in the beta is that you know we were able to create a number of personal narratives there um, within they within within the bounds of the um, you know the actual co-op scenario that you've been set but then some of them went completely off in you know tangents that that we created so that's it's a highlight for me but it's not necessarily exactly the same as someone else's experience of the game will be. Um, and it's not necessarily, you know, going to happen in that way for everyone whenever they play. So, for example, you've you've mentioned it a couple of times now. Ross dying for the team when he was on the boat. You know, that is a narrative that we created as, as that level progressed. You know, that that's not something that everyone's going to experience. You know, they're not all going to have one mate who died for the team, but they might, you know, and there might be some where they, you know, only one makes it back, you know, or all of them do and it, it, all those different sort of things. And we made it funny. We made it, we had the squeezies that we'd re- renamed, you know, that's another, that's another personal narrative, you know, they weren't called squeezies, but we decided they were. And so we made the game our own in that respect. And I, I quite like when games are like that. That's one of the reasons why co-op is so much fun. I much prefer co-op games over, you know, PVP. Um, a PVP mode will not keep me going for anywhere near what a co-op mode will um just because of what you know what you can make it um me and greg used to play um gears of war um together quite a lot um monster hunter um but you know both going through co-op and the amount of just ridiculous things that you know that you get up to and stupid things that you make up um or, or little you know times when one person died and was revived at the last second you know they're just moments that that you create as you play um we also had one where I fell in the lake, didn't we? So um, I, I was testing out whether you could swim and that was the end of my round. That was it. 
um, and just the, the ridiculous no, ridiculousness of it um, was, you know, comedy gold. It was just like, oh, well, that's that's the end for Toby. <laughs> it's just going to have to watch now. Um, and, um, you know, if, if we were taking it seriously, if it was something where I was a challenge, you know, all that kind of stuff that Miles just mentioned, that, that wouldn't. It wouldn't work quite so well. You'd get pissed off. Um, whereas when it's a you know just a silly game where you've you know we've now got like you said, uh, Ross, the sort of memories there of of when we played Back for Blood, not when anyone else did. You know, no one else had the same scenario happen. Um, and the last one I mentioned is um, one that where me and Cap had a little uh, Barney for a while, didn't we? We had uh, what what I perceived as Cap wasn't pulling her weight during a particular boss. <laughs> Mental, you know, because if you were to watch the stream back, I'm at the stream back, sorry, I'm actually in front of everybody. I'm like there. I am shooting. And Toby's yeah. like, Kat, where are you? Are you just healing yourself? What were I you doing in this? See. Look, back off, yeah, back off. We don't want to start this again. Um, <laughs> when um when where I was, I was fighting an ogre and I could see Miles and I could see Ross, but I couldn't see Kat. Right? So I, when I found when I eventually found Kat, she was somewhere down a mine shaft, like where where the ogre wasn't, <laughs> and it looked like she wasn't participating in that boss. I was like, oh, thanks, thanks for trying really hard with that boss. Whether you were or you weren't, it was funny, and it made it then quite a little laugh that we could just have like our own little pretend um, competitive <laughs> yeah, argument for the next ten minutes. That was um, that was right entertaining for me. Um, I don't know about you, but I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, had a blast. It was the best. It was, it was a highlight for me. A highlight. <laughs> so, I love a, a bit of healthy competition. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't serious. It was just funny. But it was. Um, I, I quite liked that. Now, so we kind of made up our own sort of, you know, inter, um, in inter character argument. You know, about how one of them was in the middle of a zombie apocalypse and didn't pull their weight during a monster battle. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? But it's like funny to 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 have that. Um, for yourself it's not it wasn't written into the game it's just uh one for us so yeah that's my highlights it's just the way the game works allows for that stuff you know if you go and watch the stream uh which you can do so now on fingerguns.net and on youtube um it's the second level in that all this kicked off <laughs> and it's 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 very funny <laughs> it's, it's it's very very funny um yeah i love how it only took two levels for some kind of <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah it only took two levels for it to just levels. kick off. <laughs> we fell apart very quickly last night. <laughs> Me and Ross were just sat in the background killing zombies, loving it. We were just having yeah, smiles on our faces, laughing at it. Just having a great time, and those are just kicking the shit out of each other. It was hilarious. <laughs> uh, uh, Kat, what was your uh, kind of major highlights from uh, from playing Battle for Blood? Um, well, first of all, I have to commend Toby's highlight, because actually I think that is such a great... Um, that's such a great thing about a game, isn't it? Is like, and I actually, so we've all written our little kind of reviews and I was writing mine just before the pod. And that was a reason for um, that I kind of, I guess, uh, spitballed of why there might not be story because they want you to be the story. They want you to make up your own narratives throughout. And I wondered that. And when you said that, I was like, oh, I, you know, it's great that other people are thinking that too. But actually it's so true. You know, that kind of stuff is going to be incredible rained in you and Ross like you were saying that's going to be a memory for us we're always going to go back to the time and when I was playing solo today someone did exactly what you did Toby they, they looked at the lake they ran with such great confidence <laughs> jumped off that bridge and went oh, and, and I laughed I, I wish I'd screen recorded it and sent it to you <laughs> 
for, um, for the for the um listeners um benefit as well I, I just recently played returnal and the, one of the very first things i did on returnal was to check if you could swim and you can't and i died <laughs> for the second time in 24 hours <laughs> ridiculous absolutely ridiculous just come on games let me swim let, let you swim um so i guess my highlight is kind of very similar to toby's but also it's more about the skill it's more about the fact that you don't you know i don't think i've jumped into a first person shooter since 2000 and i want to say 18 so you know fair couple of years 2017 maybe and I jumped straight back in and it didn't matter if I was the worst player or the best player. It was, uh, you know, that was the fun. The fun, what they capture and engulf perfectly is the immersion of the fact that it doesn't matter if you if you need to be revived four billion times or, you know, you've got the highest player count. You're all, you've all got strengths, you've all got skills. And it's not about how, how many headshots you can get in a game and how many, you know, how many kind of differences you can do or challenges you can achieve it is literally about keeping you all alive and however you might do that and if if you do that by punching a zombie in the face with your fist you know because you've got no bullets left because you use them or miss all the zombies that don't matter you know that's still and I think that's such a great element to have to a game and that's why I kind of went off first person shooters because it ended up you know I would I would spawn into lobbies and and levels and worlds and I'd instantly dive in 12 seconds and I'm like do you know what fuck this game fuck this fucking game I hate it but that's not the case here and it doesn't matter if you've never played or you're a real kind of I'm whatever the word is like real veteran of of fast person shooters you know you're going to play up to other people's weaknesses or strengths you're going to carry them and yeah you're going to make your own memories from it so I guess mine's a little bit of a merge of Toby's as well in, in the sense of they really did capture that very well and I really hope that the majority of the game is co-op as opposed to like that pvp element because that's not going to keep me there um but that co-op element because you know you could do that with so many different oh, it depends how many people have got the game obviously but you could do that with so many different types of friends and you'd have a different you know you'd have a completely different game every time uh because everyone's skill sets and everyone's strengths are going to be different and yeah, so I really liked that element of you don't have to know how to aim a gun and you don't have to be good at the camera and you don't have to be good at the controls to actually have a good time. Um, and I think that's very well done because this is going to be, you know, targeted. People are going to play it. It's going to be targeted at people who have been, you know, waiting for 10 years for this kind of game. And it's going to be people who are, you know, having a look at it and giving it a go. Um, so, you know, if you listen and you think, Oh, I've never played a first-person shooter, or oh, I'm really shit at first-person shooters. Actually, you can play this, and I think that's really inviting and really promising about a game. And yeah, so I hope I hope this game is massive. I hope it is. Um, and like I said, I, I don't know if it's worth the full sixty, but I can definitely I can definitely see me buying it and playing it with friends uh, once it's out. Uh, so yeah, that's probably my highlight. Absolutely. Um, I guess my highlight would be just getting to the end of that fucking street to be honest um it took us what, four, <laughs> it, it took us four attempts uh two off stream two on stream and it took us trying so hard and to, and for cat to go maybe we should just run it the lazy and, route <laughs> yeah just okay, let's just, just run <laughs> get to the bloody end and we all said right okay let's just let's just try that and when we before we even tried it i noticed there was such an obvious environmental fucking pathway saying time to run on the side of a van <laughs> it was so and, poetic yeah it was... and it's like i've never noticed that before 
And as soon as it said that, that's exactly what we did. <laughs> we just went, right, let's just fucking run it because we can't survive this. It's just, it's too overwhelming. And we tried it once and we beat the level. And it was just, it was so funny because we tried so hard four times to get through that. And it was such an, just an obvious way to complete that level. And when we finally got to the end, it was just, oh my God, that's absolutely hysterical. And it was those moments that uh, this game actually rules, you know, playing on the boat, the boat, the difficulty spike, when you get on that boat level, it's quite wild because it just, it really, really ramps it up. And yeah, again, it's one of those things. If you don't keep moving, they're just going to keep coming for you. And it's when <laughs> it's that sudden moment of realization when we're right in the middle of it and we go, guys, should we just run and just, try and get out of this and we all go oh yeah yeah, yeah that's a good idea that yeah we probably just run and it works every time but we still don't do it and that's the funniest thing of it and like when you get into those moments that's when you go oh man this game is just so it's just such a such a dumbass game it's like of course the obvious way to get out of all of these zombies way is to just leg it away from them and that's exactly what we did and it worked a treat and it was those moments where you look back on it and you go, man, this is just so much fun. And if we ever, if we play the game in the future together, we'll know, <laughs> we'll know that if we start getting overwhelmed to just run our asses off and finally find a new safe house. And those moments are like, yeah, those are what instilled it for me because I was having such a blast anyway. But then you get these moments where it's, it's overwhelming and crazy and like, you know, like Mars was saying, the amount of zombies that are on the screen at once is just completely insane. And when that does happen, you're like, well, this is an impossible thing. How do we get out of this? And then all you need in your life is a cat to go, we should just fucking run it. And they, <laughs> once that happens, it's like, yeah, of course, that's the obvious answer. And then you feel so accomplished when it's done. When you even make it to the end and it's like, oh, that was such an obvious thing to do. But it's like, oh, well done, everyone. That was brilliant. Good work. Great, great stuff, you know. And I don't think you'd get those moments in any other game that isn't designed to be a co-op experience. And that's exactly what Back for Blood is. And so when those moments do occur, you're like, well, this is just, this is just great. And uh, yeah, the smile on my face while I was playing last night, uh, I was just having such a good time. And yeah, I'm very excited for, uh, for the future because I want to play this game properly from beginning to end with you guys, hopefully. Uh, should we talk about PvP? Oh, <laughs> I knew that was going to be the first sound. I knew that was going to be the first sound. Uh, after the stream last night, we uh, were like, oh, we want some more Battle for Blood. Uh, so we thought we'd try out the PvP mode. Uh, uh, Miles, do you want to share what happened to us? <laughs> I mean, we got absolutely mauled. Like, yes, yes we did. Wrecked. But it was kind of funny initially and so we realized that the enemy team when we were so we were the zombies first weren't we and it's kind of cool initially you get to like pick which zombie you want to play as if you want to be the brute one the charging one with the giant arm or you want to be like the the mobile but weak ones who can like spit acid or whatever they do um so it's like an initial novelty thing is you get to play as the, the things that you've been shooting all this time and then you're much weaker as the the monsters so the people playing as the cleaners or the survivors um they're obviously a lot more powerful in terms of the weapons and the idea is that you need to survive for as long as possible whichever team survives the longest playing as the cleaners is the one that wins 
Um, as the zombies, you have to coordinate incredibly well in order to overcome and kill them. And we just weren't coordinated enough at all by either side. Um, there is a little bit of fun here. And I think if you dedicated a bit of time and actually put the time and the effort to learn the maps and the different kind of setups of either weaponry or the monsters' abilities and stuff, because when we played as the the cleaners, um, I noticed that the enemy team all were playing, like one was a brute, one was a giant one, one was a spitting one to trap us in place, and then the other two would come in and smash us down. Like they were quite clearly very coordinated and very well, they were communicating really effectively to take advantage. So I think if you played enough of it, you would get that as a team. You'd kind of get that kind of synergy. But my God, it was just so depressing getting like spawning in, dying immediately, spawning again, dying again, playing as the cleaners. We just got whacked straight away. Uh, But there is something in it, but I just, I don't know. I couldn't really find myself having that much fun. But I think the end of it, I think we were all a bit sick of it, weren't we? (laughs) So yeah, it wasn't, it was all right, but it's not something I would put any real time into, I don't think. Mm, Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I'm only the same because I sucked at it, I think. I'm trying to work out if it was bad or was <laughs> I was bad and so I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. It's trying to like f- a it's a novel thing, but like you said, if you suck at it, it's just really like numbing to play because there's no enjoyment of getting killed repeatedly over and over. Yeah. <laughs> the best bit was Toby going, Okay, I'm done with this now. <laughs> I am just tired of this now. That would, my, that, that would be my answer now as well. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I, the the PvP mode has just got no in, just holds no interest for me whatsoever. There's there's no story in that sort of a mode whatsoever, is there? And then you just sort of you be the baddies, you be the goodies, you be the baddies, you be the goodies. You die a bit. Someone's got way better tactics than your team can manage, or you manage a really good tactics one time, but it, it just holds no no real longevity or interest to me at all. And I know for for vast numbers of gamers, you know, death matches and 4v4s and all these kind of things are exactly what they play all day, every day. And that's fine, but it's just not me. I find just that there's just nothing to keep me going back. So no, one one attempt, um, and let's call it an attempt because we were shit. Um, and that was enough. It really was. Yeah, yeah, it was. I don't see myself playing that again. Unless we get super awesome at the campaign and think, well, we can take on anyone now. Yeah, but the moment you do that, you'll get absolutely cleaned by someone, you know, just rinsed by someone who's much better. Some, someone, it'll be a whole team who will play as well as Miles does and will kick a team of people who play like me. We'll kick their asses for days. So, Cat, <laughs> uh, what did you make of the PvP? Yeah, um, it kind of reminded me why I put shooters down because you can definitely see how that's going to develop, um, and you can definitely see what that kind of mode is going to turn into, or it's going to just turn into uh, oh, very reminiscent of the Dead by Daylight community. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, um, I'm the same with you, Ross. I uh, will completely accept that we were a bunch of shit on that, but equally, that then makes it not enjoyable. So without anything like a rank system or 
just being able to match with somebody who maybe hasn't, you know, it felt like those people had played from like day dot. It felt like we were up against the bloody developers. Like it, just, yeah, it, did. It, it was just mental. And the thing is as well, what's really strange is that um, obviously you gain like kind of like in-game upgrade currency. And it kind of felt like they'd had all of their upgrades from the get-go. And we, because it was the first time we'd ever played it, we had to then upgrade as we went. And it just... I don't know, it was obvious that they'd been playing for hours and hours, they'd played like a couple days before, whatever, um, by the time that we'd played. And I think that that's a danger for PvP because what you're going to get then is you're going to get people going, oh, what's this? And then people are going to go, oh, fuck that, never mind. And, you know, then that's going to be lost on them. And like you said, unless you get really good at that kind of um, mechanic and, and you get good at the upgrades and you get good at kind of being a zombie or being a cleaner um, outside of the campaign um then you're not going to enjoy that it's going to be a it's going to be a death match of not very fun stuff and you know i was hoping that considering it was a beta and considering it hadn't been out for so long we wouldn't come across people who were so good and that's you know testament to them because they've obviously very much enjoyed the game or we were just that shit that they probably were playing it for the first time as two but it didn't feel like that (laughs) they were uh but yeah so i think it's a good idea and i think i even said in a previous pod that's kind of what i'd hoped for um oh that might have been about control actually yeah it was about control and so that's kind of what I expect about control but I just I feel like you need to match people with the with how much they've played or how much they've played that kind of round and I hope there is something incorporated just to kind of balance out the skill it's not something that would keep me in the game um just it's, because it's like very PUBG, isn't it very Fortnite. the world closes in so you're yeah, forced yeah. to eventually you know um you know actually like kill or be killed and then it's just that because you've got to for the listeners who probably haven't played it um what you have to do is you have to kill all four cleaners in a certain time um and that time stays and then the round changes you switch sides and then they've got to kill you before the time that you did so they have to beat your time basically to kill you um and we were just we i think <laughs> I think that our time was four minutes and 32 seconds and they, they fucked us in 90 seconds. Like it was just ridiculous. <laughs> it's just ridiculous stuff. It was that oh. bit where, um, you, you know, you had to come in and you had to be hidden, didn't you? As a, yeah. as a, as a zombie, yeah. you had to be hidden as well before you could spawn. And when the, when the world started doing its Fortnite thing of coming in closer and closer, the ability to hide Got was really, really difficult. Um, small amounts of places uh, left to hide um, and actually spawn in. So spent half the time just trying to trying to hide behind a room uh, or a, or a house until someone fucked off for a second, so they couldn't see you there. And I was just like, "This is boring." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't fun. Yeah. So yeah, that's fun. what I, that's what I thought about that. If they had yeah. some sort of kind of ranking skill match stuff, if we played people that were just as shit as us. We might have had a good go with it. Yeah, but, you know, playing somebody who felt like it was the bloody developers. It's like they were waiting for a team like us, wasn't it? (laughs) They were like, we're going to we're we're going to wait to win match with people who are total shit and absolutely wreck them. It felt like the back for Blood Olympics and we didn't even get like, we're not even invited to the Olympics and they won gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not asked back next time. It was a it was a poor showing and I'm very glad it wasn't on stream. Good God. (laughs) Would have been. Yeah, I'm glad no record of that exists unless they were streaming it. Jesus Christ, hopefully they weren't. We shall see. <laughs> um, cool. Well, I guess that kind of wraps it up, really. Um, those were our kind of overall impressions of the Back 4 Blood Early Access beta. 
Um, I will, I do want to drop in. One of the most fun parts was the hub world. There's this shooting range in the hub world. And um, if you ever play this game with Miles Thompson, just don't go in the shooting range with him. I am a complete arsehole. <laughs> just don't do it. Just, just stay away from it. There's no point. He just stands at the door and kills you. And then, and he thinks it's so funny. It was when all three of you were like loaded up with machine guns trying to get me. Yeah. Yeah. We were like, right, I'm going to take it down. And whilst we were getting weapons off the table, he's shooting you. And um, it's a nice way to test out all the guns um, for sure. But it's, yeah, the, that's the only area you can use weapons. And so as soon as you enter the door, that's it. Mars is just standing there waiting for you. And he think, he's just laughing the whole time. He's having the time of his life. Just just shooting his friends. Genuinely probably was my favourite part of the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> just getting the AA twelve and waiting by the doorway. And I think, was it you, Toby? You literally popped your head around the door and I just shot you immediately. <laughs> uh, yeah, really funny. And then you were gunning for me and then you <laughs> shot Cat in the head instead. Yeah. Yeah, Cat, can you have a word, please? Can you just like tell him to you know, freaking call it? I try to every day. I, I don't even like playing Dead by Daylight with him because he's like that on Dead by Daylight as well. He's a proper little bragger, he is. Mm. Like, we, you go on party chat and he will commentate what he does. So you'll be like over the other side, you know, <laughs> doing good things. And he'll be like, oh, I'm running him, I'm doing this. And it's like, that's cool. That's cool, man. Yeah. Only a true asshole would do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Miles is seven years younger than me and it's like, <laughs> fuck off, Miles. <laughs> You fucking child. Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> you fucking child. No. No, I'm kidding. Without you, we would not have survived last night in any <laughs> capacity. So oh, also, um, and, and our, our rankings, like me and Russ were way behind Kat and uh, Kat and Miles. Like, I don't know if you, really if, if anyone... Me. That if really anyone decides to me. watch the stream, <laughs> Miles has got like 1,200 by the end. Uh, what, Kat's got like 600 by the end? And the, uh, both of us had, or, or maybe more, did you have more like 800 at the end, I think? And then... Um, I know at one point I had 666, and I was like, right, that's it, don't want to kill another zombie. <laughs> and, um, and then me and Ross were like on 300 each. Mm, so yeah. I just, I think we were being carried, Ross. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. We helped. That was the important. Don't thing. be surprised, Kat. You're clearly better at it than me. <laughs> I was surprised. I was really anxious going into it actually because I hadn't picked one up pages and I was like, "Oh my god, I am going to prove every community right about girls playing shooters." <laughs> like, and I really wanted to be like determined. But no, I fucking hate this sweaty ass community that was like, "I'm a girl. No, you must be getting your brother to play." Like, because you've gotten all the headshots. Like, nah, I'm not down for that. And I thought I was really anxious that you guys were going to carry me and you'd be like reviving me every five seconds. And I'd be like, "Cat, we can't play this if you're going to be." Dead on the floor all the time. Like we can't, we physically can't move away from this area. If you're just gonna sit there and lie there, dead. Um, but even if it would have done that, actually would have had loads of fun. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not like that at all. You were carrying us. So thank you, uh, thank you, thank you. It was funny that the first proper death we had was Toby jumping in the lake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was um that was a, a wonderful moment. I will, which... I will test the boundaries of games, you know. That's what I do. <laughs> Does the scale of swimming swim, mechanics? <laughs> Will, am I able to swim? That'll be Toby's like Twitter. He's going to make up a thing of can you swim though? And he's going to do it for every game he tries. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. Can you swim though? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. It's like can you practice? Can you swim though? Can, can you swim though? No. <laughs> I do have a recording of this of Toby falling into the lake. But, oh um, my God. Did you catch it? 
I do have it, but his on the other day. <laughs> yeah, the first time we played there. it, oh, his yeah. voice isn't there, and there was Miles talking about how but, annoyed uh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear me and Cat laughing very, very, very hysterically. <laughs> but uh, if you want to see it, let me know, and I'll I'll throw Please. it. Up. But uh, yeah, it's very funny. Uh, cool. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back on Tuesday morning with our regular scheduled podcast, which we're going to be recording tomorrow night, all about this week's gaming goodness. Uh, but until then. Don't forget to follow us over at Finger Guns on Twitter at FNGRGNS. Follow the link tree in the description below to follow us absolutely everywhere and keep up to date with everything Finger Guns if you do want to. If you really like this podcast, you can go and check out our live stream where we played two hours of Battle Blood, the entire beta campaign from beginning to end. Um, that's up on our YouTube channel and, of course, up on fingerguns.net. And we're going to have a little write-up about what we thought in a more compact way on the website. Uh, tomorrow morning or Monday morning, which you'll yeah, you'll probably will be up by the time this pod, this pod is up. So, yeah, all the back for blood content is absolutely everywhere. Uh, if you do want to and keep up to date on what we thought, uh, there, yeah, there's probably a lot more to talk about, but yeah, hopefully, if we remember anything else that we haven't mentioned, we'll drop it in the podcast, the main podcast, uh, tomorrow night, which you'll be able to listen to on Tuesday morning. But until then, it is goodbye from Miles for Meters. Farewell, it is goodbye from Cat for Dog. Bye, all. It is goodbye from Toby for Dead. Sayonara. And it's goodbye from me. I am Russell Pod. See you next time on the Finger Guns Podcast. <laughs>